Magneto Funky, number 27. It's Monday, July 3rd, 2017. Hey, welcome. I'm Larry Winfield, in the pursuit of grid power to the people. This week, it's our exposed and vulnerable power grid. And by our, I mean everybody's electrical infrastructure worldwide. The music this week is all Cali, all indie, opening with a little spaghetti western country funk from the Dangaleros. Run away, 
Yeah. That was Runaway Tractor from the debut album, Cuidado, Here Come the Dangaleros, a new, as in this year new, band. A collision of adventure and danger invoking the many flavors of rock and roll, country, spaghetti western, funk, blues, punk, and surfability. Uh, they're based in San Martin, that's about six to seven miles north of Gilroy, on the way to San Jose. Uh, anyway, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. Uh, my pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory, it's not about a natural disaster, like a Carrington event coronal mass ejection causing a widespread power grid failure, but an unnatural cyber attack by one or more black hat hackers on critical parts of the infrastructure. Now, right about here, we'd go into just how the shit would hit the fan if we were instantly thrown into levels 5 and 6, grid down. Oh, that's from 30 days to you can stop counting. Now, that ain't what this segment's about. But we'll skim through a few hits. Uh, no money, no phone, no water, no fuel, no GPS, no food after a week of looting, and plenty of armed assholes will start licking their chops at the opportunity to play Purge, or just plain old petty warlord, because there's no law to stop them. Anyway, right now, Cyber attacks on the electric grid are happening and increasing in both frequency and sophistication, mostly from nation states and subnational terrorist organizations, as far as the government will admit. Uh, everybody talks about Putin hacking Ukraine's grid for a full year straight in practice for something, maybe even something here. But to be honest, the U.S. and Israel been doing likewise in Iran for years with Stuxnet, uh, allegedly. Uh, apparently, there's even new militia software out there that automates the whole grid attack. Meanwhile, P. Grabby, in between tweets, gave recent lip service about shoring up grid security, except his budget would cut funding to the Department of Energy's Office of Electricity Delivery and Energy Reliability. Now, the real dirty secret is that because the grid is so intertwined with the Internet, it's vulnerable in the first place. There are some smaller segments of the grid network that haven't put critical systems online to be hacked, but they're few and far between. But so far... Nobody's gotten froggy, even though every nation with an intelligence agency is in everybody else's internet systems. And they aren't really the problem. It's those wild cards, the jokers, who just want chaos. They're becoming a huge threat. Okay, uh, we'll finish up in a bit. 
uh, back to the stage with a mostly Bay Area lineup of new indie music, uh, continuing with Aberration by Slow Torpedo, a two-piece outfit in Oakland playing punk, garage rock, grunge, indie-flavored tunes. Uh, that's Dave on drums and Ollie on bass and vocals. <laughs> Flying Free by Nick Chacon, a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, recording engineer, and live looper in Los Angeles with some electronic rock, funk, jazz, pop.
Okay, this next tune is Poisoned Loving Arrow by Triggered Heart, an alternative punk rock band, a Nirvana meets Green Day group that hangs out and parties with ACDC. And their next gig is the DNA Lounge Summer Breakout on Folsom Street. Uh, that's July 9th at 5 p.m. and the 10th at 12 noon Pacific Daylight Time. Slowly away 
Hey, Geek Notes. Today, the third, is 35 days to self-impeachment or martial law, or turning up the temperature on the temper tantrum. As the Chris Kobach open-source voter suppression machine gets hit with a shower of state monkey wrenches, including Kansas, as the NWRA, the National White Rifle Association, refuses still to shed a crocodile tear for a dead legal gun carrier who, I guess, wasn't American enough, preferring instead to call open season on the left. And as the chewing gum and chicken wire regime mutates into an Alice in Wonderland hellscape, where Mike Pence's chief of staff just bailed, and where P. Grabby's nasty, shitty, pathetic tweets at Mika Brzezinski, come off like a drunk red queen barking off with her head, off with her head. So yeah, you know, you are the orange queen throwing a hissy. And if we actually dolled you up in a wig, you'd fit right in on that website, men who look like old lesbians. And go fuck yourself, queenie, as you not so slickly try to start fights. Whipping up a chemical weapons pretense to invade Syria and or Qatar for good measure and nuke North Korea. Supremely confident the Chinese won't do jack. Yeah, you see how they're putting the foot down on Hong Kong. And besides, here's a little bit of forbidden Korean war history. We flattened North Korea with bombers. Reduced the entire country to non-radioactive dust and dead bodies. Think Dresden, over and over and over, and ignored and forgotten. Ergo, their shitty and I'm sure oh-so-irrational and unfounded attitude. Oh, but here's an idea. For the duration of this insane asshole's time grinding his flabby butt print into the Oval Office, let's not only keep him far away from the nuclear football, let's just deactivate the motherfucker. For the main reason that the last thing Putin would do is a first strike on America with his orange bitch in place, which means he, and Wall Street, will be doing the heavy lifting with China to keep them in line. And besides, the plan is to break the country, shred the Constitution, rewrite it, and bring back the lawless Wild West. Now, of course, that's not going to happen. The rest of the world won't stand for it because, frankly, they own big pieces of this country already. And they're on our side. And if the sun-kissed Pinochet shit really did hit the fan, we won't even have to flood the skies with UN bat signals. Ooh, UN bat signals. Bet that would look cool. Uh, anyway, let's run the dates. Okay, today, July 3rd, in 1886... Carl Benz drove the first automobile in the world in Mannheim, Germany, reaching a top speed of 16 kilometers per hour, that's 10 miles per hour here, 
uh, powered by a 0.75 horsepower one-cylinder four-stroke gasoline engine. Also on the 3rd in 1806, Michael Keynes, a market gardener of Isselworth near London, exhibited the first cultivated strawberry that combined size, flavor, and color at the Royal Horticultural Society. Oh, by the way, in Virginia, local American Indians had cultivated strawberries as early as the 16th century through their own indigenuity. And July the 4th, the only calendar holiday this week, Independence Day, which we have a stronger claim on because we're still fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. For everybody, and not just the first up the ladder. And also, on the 4th, in 1054, Chinese and other astronomers saw a supernova that was visible in daylight for 23 days and at night for almost two years. It's believed the Crab Nebula in the constellation Taurus is the remnant of this supernova. Uh, rock paintings in North America suggest that Indians in Arizona and New Mexico saw it, but there are no European records of the event so far. Okay, on July 5th in 1996, Dolly, a cloned sheep, was born at the Roslyn Institute in Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, scientists had replaced the nucleus of an egg cell with the nucleus from a parent cell. In Dolly's case, an udder cell from a Finn Dorset sheep. And we have an event, uh, July 8th through the 9th, we have the 2017 Queer Comics Expo, uh, starting at 11 a.m. on the 8th and ending at 5 p.m. on the 9th, Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, that's happening at the Soma Arts Cultural Center, 934 Brandon Street, downtown. The QCE is an annual event to celebrate queer culture and promote diverse queer representation in comics, animation, and other great ways to tell stories. Uh, this is also a fundraiser for the Cartoon Art Museum, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to preserving, documenting, and exhibiting the unique and accessible art form of cartooning in all its forms for over 30 years. Cool. Oh, for info and tickets, you can check out slash qcexpo.tumblr.com. Hey, if you got promos, pluggers, gig infos, and art opening, etc., Send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com. And bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice, well, the big grid is much more vulnerable to hackers than a solar flare. And sometimes no hacker is needed. Uh, some sniper a while back took out a few transformers at a facility and caused an area-wide outage. A half dozen coordinated snipers could be an EMP on the cheap. Now, about here is where you'd run down a list of the things you should do if you hadn't done jack as preparation. I mean, 
you don't even have extra canned goods or stored fresh water. There's a lot of emergency urban shit hit the fan info online to adapt to your situation cause your mileage will vary. But no, the whole point of my show is to find and make and use the answer to the question. Okay, now what? And what I found may change that whole question to what can you do on day three with self-recharging emergency power? That's what the SRO grid is all about. This Benitez, Bedini, Friedrich thing on the drawing board in my mind, having portable power to help you deal with the shit hitting the fan on day one. And prevention? How about taking all of our public utility infrastructure off the damn net? Just enough to make it unhackable. Make the bastards have to break in and physically do dirty work like old school saboteurs. And yeah, it means all the utilities have to start hiring and training a buttload of people to do a lot of extra work. Which would grow the economy. Yeah, government job. Or we could actually evolve an insulated, locked down, air-gapped internet strictly for our utility systems. You know, the way a lot of them are already trying to kill net neutrality and lock down the current internet. I have a sneaking suspicion they could do it if they wanted to, but they don't want to. There are too many people making a buck and abusing on all sides the current internet that has holes in it. And nobody wants to really clean it up. And hopefully, the white hat hackers will stay a step or two ahead. Now, going back to day three, I'm thinking about the people who are born in a grid down as in no grid. Power challenges and solutions in the global south should be past easy stereotypes by now. But, hey, our media don't give a crap. No, I think it's just another way to look at starting from squat and what methods work and can be adapted. Uh, so next week, I'll check out what folks are doing in the no grid. Okay, uh, this week's one more tune is another number from the Dangaleros, Baja Noche No Luna. By the way, advance notice on coming gigs. In August, uh, they're at the third annual Stumble Romp at Rancho Hara in San Martin. And around the equinox in September, they'll be at the Sofa Street Fair in downtown San Jose.
Well, okay. Magneto Funky is a 1223 Studios joint. Show files are at iTunes, Internet Archive, Stitcher, TuneIn, and MixCloud. Episode notes are on the pod pages, and I got MP3 streaming on the Facebook. If you like the show, thanks. And please drop a review or rating at iTunes or the Facebook. Show themes Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McClough. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode, No Grid Solutions, is set for Monday, July 10th. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my Garrett in the Mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.